Hello and welcome to Manners Mattered 2. This is not your grandma's etiquette. This is real life practical conversations on how to be your best self. Your hosts are myself, Rachna Adianthaya, founder of Create My Change, which focuses on business etiquette, image and personal development coaching. My co-host is Julia Estevi Boyd international etiquette and protocol consultant with a focus on teaching real life skills important for your professional and your personal success. Hello, good morning. Hi. 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 Hello, Hello, everyone. Hello, Hello, (laughs) We are so happy to be here today because we have a great guest um, with us. This um, is Alistair Warwick Nelson, who is the founder of the European Etiquette Academy, and he is actually joining us uh, today from Beijing. So he is the king of um, quintessential British social refinement, I would say, and he is going to share some great tips um, kind of around dining etiquette and how we can sort of keep things um, on a good level with our family members during the holiday season. So, welcome, Alistair, and thank you so much for joining us. Ah, a great pleasure, and thank you very much for that sterling introduction. The king? Mm, <laughs> not too sure. I have a way to go before I'm the king. Yes. <laughs> I think you have um, you have an awful lot of experience, and we just want to. Um, have a few of your thoughts on on some interesting topics that people sort of ask about, particularly at this time of year. So it's really great to have uh, you with us. Well, of course, at the moment um, we're, we're we're kind of running headlong into into the festival season, aren't we? So mm, yeah, um, and and there's a there's a myriad of um, different festivals, cultural festivals, of course, you know, because we've just. Uh, We've just recently had Diwali, and then you know we'll go through into um, what's what's the Jewish festival? Um, the the word uh, escapes me, so excuse me. Um, but yeah, then then we'll of course we'll have Thanksgiving for the, uh, mm. uh, the colonial cousins in America, um, and then we'll have um, you know Christmas and that um, through the UK, and then of course for here in China, then we'll run into the Chinese New Year celebrations. Uh, so the, there's a whole range of um, different um, versions, if you will, um, but of course they all. Uh, basically focus around uh, community or, you know, family get-togethers, if, if you will. Um, and that, of course, um, can present um, numerous kind of challenges um, because um, some people will dine in or, or at home um, and some people, of course, will dine out to, to restaurants, hotels, wherever. So... Um, it's probably worth us um, exploring some of the um, things to be aware of, uh, or, or not necessarily aware of, but just a bit of a, a prompt reminder um, to mm, to, to consider. Well, yeah, because um, we're not, un- unfortunately, you know, whether we like it or whether we don't, we're pretty much always on show. Um, mm-hmm. Our... our um, we, we, we're, we're very judgmental because we're human. <laughs> we, we really we are. People. Even yeah. if it's subconsciously, we're very judgmental. Yeah, really. And, uh, really. Yeah. We, we yeah. really I mean, I, 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 not. 
Yeah, I very often communicate this in uh, in my ticket classes. You know, as humans, we are judgmental, whether we like it or whether we don't. Um, we buy what we see. We're visual communicators. Um, you know, and of course, you know, if somebody happens to, you know, dr drop a pee off their fork, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, and it's like, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alistair, you know, with all the, you were just going through all the cultural um festivities or um one of the one of the things that really st struck in my mind was um it's this it's this gathering of family it's a really? sort of family and friends at this time you know whatever culture you come from and um whilst you know i think we all we all think of this very happy sort of uh family gathering it's not always the case is that you know families don't always get on that well you know and it's well, yeah. it's a tricky one it's a really tricky one well so, it, it can be yeah, for how sure you, um how yeah how would I you mean, navigate that well i mean my, well my family had a bit of a rift for a number of years so i'm probably quite uh, i wouldn't say an authority on this but <laughs> right <laughs> a bit okay <laughs> a bit yeah. okay um, but saying that, of course, obviously it's it, it's it's a family environment, and the key word obviously is family. So we can be a little bit more relaxed. Mm. You know, you don't necessarily have to have the the formalities of a formal gathering, um, but of course you you still need to you know politely mind your p's and q's, and obviously still you know show your table manners as a respect you know through to, to uh, maybe seniors or elders who've taken the trouble to invite you, you know, so yeah. still, still act accordingly. Right. However you yeah. bracket accordingly. Um, yes. <laughs> and then of course, you know, it depends you on each family, things. I suppose. Well, well, yeah. And, and of course, obviously it also depends on the, on the setting as well. You see, um, you know, if you have like a, a, a communal, um, you know, like a Thanksgiving style dinner where, you know, all the food goes on the table and everybody helps themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that can obviously be, that sets challenges in its own because obviously everybody dives to, to, to grab the spoons first and, and, and load up their plates, don't they? So, yeah. Um, and, and that's a that, that, set of rules, isn't it? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like buffets, you know. I mean, if um, you've been on cr things like cruise ships and you look at a buffet, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> you always get those people that like, pile up their plates with as well, they much do. as they can Yeah, and no, unfortunately, the most annoying thing is, you know, when they leave, half the plates are still full as well. Still full, I yeah. know, still full of food. Yeah, and that really, really grates me. I mean, you know, obviously, we, I mean, we could have a whole different podcast on food waste, couldn't <laughs> we? we? Could. But, Actually, we'll, get that next we'll, time. Get, we'll get you back again to talk about, to talk about <laughs> yeah. that but no it's so but, true this is what well, happens you know you start to talk about one of these things and it just leads into so many different situations really it's, it's, it's um, yes yeah, it's, it's a real snowballing subject um yes but of course you know by by all means you know it's it's down to ourselves because etiquette is basically how we want others to see us yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, of course, you, you know, you don't necessarily want to eat like a mouse, um, but of course, uh, you need to have the elegant sufficiency. Um, obviously, control yourself in a number of ways. Yes, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you may not have eaten for recently, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. because you know, don't try and eat everything that's within sight because there's consideration for the other people as well. Um, right. 
especially you know if you have things like dietary requirements of course it's down to yourself to to let people know what your dietary requirements are if they don't already know um and, and, and really, of course, you know, to reinforce that it should be dietary requirements and, and not just a fad. Yeah, mm. that's important, isn't it? It because is, yeah. I've hosted and there are people going, well, I'm, I'm off gluten, I'm off alcohol, I'm off this. And right. it's not because they have a dietary requirement. For sure. It's actually just because, uh, you know, and that's great. They've told me before, but, you know, it's literally down to, well, okay, you can have a carrot. So you don't want to come over to my house with the dietary yes, requirements. Only, only, only carrots. carrots yeah. Well, yeah. Some, some and and, 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 and yeah. this is something I tend to uh, to reinforce quite heavily, um, especially you know when I'm doing things like dining etiquette classes. Because if you're you know following a trend, you know, like if you're on a keto diet or something like that, it. it I mean, by all means, you know, people will generally try and um, accommodate, you know, um, I mean, for me, instance, you know, I have a seafood allergy. Um, mm-hmm. So you can imagine in China, that's a real nightmare sometimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like to entertain ideal, seafood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Um, it be really hard, yeah. Well, yeah, it can be. Um, but the thing is, it's like I say, you know, if it's a trend, you know, obviously expect that not everybody will you know, fully accommodate your your requirements. They will try, generally, you know, to be polite, but, you know, you're going to have to really kind of bend your own rules uh, in moderation, you know. And if you're really strict on this, um, could you bring your own food? Like if you're on a really strict diet and you think, uh, you know, you're, you, you still want to mm. attend, mm. what are your thoughts on just... I mean, by all means... By all means, um, I mean, I, I used to have an aunt. She was a she was a vegan, um, you know. And if we sat around for a, a communal family Christmas dinner, um, you know, then there would be some vegan food on the table that was obviously solely for her. And then, of course, there was other food that she could have anyway. She could have the yeah. potatoes, the vegetables, and 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 whatever. So, and and that was fine because people just accepted it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously we're in the, the realms of, you know, things like the woke communities, etc. you know, and people thinking that they're entitled. Um, but there's certain limitations to your entitlement um, without imposing yourself on others, which, of course, is, is, is not it's not good manners, is it, to impose yeah. yourself yeah. on others, no. especially in a communal environment. You know, if you're the host and um and and you are um running the environment and of course all your guests happen to be sharing the same diet that's absolutely cool you know you can have a, mm. a keto banquet i'd love to see one <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure king charles wouldn't I... necessarily uh, go keto but <laughs> no. I don't know, but... um but yeah but you know obviously you know also, you know, like I say, you know, we're talking in the environment of, of etiquette, you know, um, being socially acceptable and not imposing yourself on others. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, food is one of the probably one of the most contentious areas, which, you know, you can literally go from hero to zero in a split second. You know, yeah. oh, I like that hero to zero. Mm. Good, um, well, yeah, you can just make yourself very unpopular by making unreasonable yes. demands, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alistair, is it so? You're in China, sure. and there are, um, so if you are offered uh, food of that 
region and you you don't know necessarily what it's and I'm going to go back on a story that I heard from a friend of mine which was um one of the delicacies is is um chickens chickens feet oh, chickens feet yeah yeah. Oh, yeah um so if you if it you know in China it would be rude to say no is that mm. correct absolutely um, yeah yeah and so this is another contentious issue because um what do you how do you how do you even begin well, I mean, to uh, that or something? I mean generally well yes, I mean, you know, just to say no and, and I think that manifests through just about any culture, you know, a flat refusal is just a direct insult to a host, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um because the host will generally try to uh, they want to impress their guest. But, and that's the same anywhere. Um, so I think if you basically just give them flat, and especially in China and, and the Asian countries, because, you know, things like what we call mianzi or face is a big deal. Um, you know, so if a host is, you know, putting out this nice spread, you know, mm. trying to impress you and you just sit there and go like, uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Then you're insulting your host. Yeah. Mm. You can guarantee you won't be going back for seconds, that's for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, by all means, you know, I mean, certainly for me, you know, I mean, I, I literally, I've literally been to places and they put out a table full of seafood and I'm going, um, and, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but then, of course, it, it creates a social it creates this social void momentarily because then, you know, mm. people are thinking, what do we do next? You know, um, mm. I mean, luckily, um, you know, the, 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 the host that I had in the seafood episode, they were quite accommodating and uh, quickly knocked up a steak and everybody was munching their way through the seafood, which was okay. Right. Steak yeah. with chopsticks can be interesting, by the way. <laughs> I'm discovering, I thought I knew everything about chopsticks, but now that I'm in Hong Kong, I'm realizing, nope, um, <laughs> how do you eat this? Yeah, really, it's how a whole different game. It really is. Uh, Real life is, is different from what you sort of... I suppose, yeah, balancing a chicken's foot with a set of chopsticks can be a lot of fun as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had to I do was, that, Julia? I was offered um, chicken's feet but okay. not that long ago actually but my um it was my, my Chinese host is um he lives part-time in the UK and he was very accommodating and said I'm ordering this try it if you want but yeah you don't have to don't, don't worry mm. um and I said okay thank you I think I'll just opt out of that one <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile he meanwhile he munched and crunched and enjoyed and for sure delightful. but yeah. I um I just decided to decline and also the queen um Queen of uh, Queen Elizabeth, she has been known to decline food as well. Oh, she um, has absolutely. She, yeah, she. There was one very famous one. I don't know if it was in the seventies or the eighties, and she was visiting somewhere, and they offered her. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a like a suckling roasted pig, and they okay. to carve it in front of her, and she just politely declined, and she said, "No, thank you." Well, of course, if you go to an Arab, if you, if you go to an Arabic country, they might offer you the sheep's eyes or something like that. So, oh, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but in China, also, they, 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 in China, they they, um, they sometimes serve you a fish and they, they point the fish to the head towards the guest of honor. That's you're right. Meant to sort of mm. pick, pick away, and, and it's it's all these things are very strange. I mean, I think when it's a different within a different culture, you can make an excuse, um, and I think it's maybe easier 
um, somehow to get away with refusing food. But when it's within your own culture, I mm. think it's a little bit harder because you have to, uh, I think you have to justify a little bit more mm-hmm. to a certain sure. extent. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Is there an, is there an onus to like um to at least try though? I feel like there really is. Even oh. if you're in a different culture and they've offered you something and you're not allergic, mm. you just don't necessarily you're not well, used, to, used yeah. to that. Then I I do think there's a at least I think people appreciate you trying it. Well, they do. Okay, and... so when you come to Hong Kong, I will, I will try everything. <laughs> and watch. Remember, we're try. recording this. <laughs> I, know, so, gee, I can't wait. I'm, I'm not sure when I will come to Hong Kong. <laughs> um, is that served with your usual gin and tonic? Maybe mm. I could. Um, yeah, maybe you can knock back a gin and tonic. And then yeah, more gin, less tonic, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I, I'll yes. be all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fam- these family things are difficult. They can be very difficult with families, and, and, and sometimes slightly easier when you don't know the you don't know your host so well. I think you can maybe get away with a little bit more. Mm. I'm not mm. sure if that's right, but well, for sure. Like I say, it's uh, it, it's at least polite to at least have a try. Um, mm-hmm. You know, say if it's something that is what you might consider edible. You know, the appearance may not be so great, but of course, you know, we're probably all testament to some things that, you know, they might not have looked fantastic, but in the end, they actually tasted pretty okay. So, yeah. Um, you know, um, so yeah, and, and, um, and obviously you're, you're then going to pay respect to your host who's taking the trouble to invite you. Um, and they'll be quite happy, even if, you know, you quickly turn around and, you know, <laughs> Down, down a quick mouthful of uh, of Chablis afterwards. That's entirely your own choice. Does <laughs> um, anyone? I don't know if anyone had watched that Mr. Bean episode. I don't know if anyone watches Mr. Bean, but do you remember when he was in that restaurant and he was putting everything into the bag? He was putting it into, into yes. the bread roll. And <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, flashback of yeah, that is not the right thing to do. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, funnily enough, I actually have that in in, in one of my presentations, and I, and I show that to uh, to students, and they usually kind of fall off the chair in rapturous laughter. <laughs> but saying that, I mean, it, but saying that, I mean, I, I I use Mr. Bean a couple of uh, in in a couple of scenarios. There's also another one with a a, a violinist in a restaurant, and. You know, yeah. the, the violinist who goes, yeah. 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 <laughs> both seem to eat the food. But the thing is, I mean, you know, whilst obviously, you know, Rowan Atkinson shows um, dining in a very um, extreme, but obviously in a very funny way, there's some very key messages that pull through. Mm. Um, like Mr. It's Bean. quite relatable, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we... Sure. I mean, most of us have been to France. We've probably all been in situations where we've had frogs' legs or snails and escargot and things like that, and thinking, <clears throat> "What are we going to do here?" <laughs> um, and he and and he just puts a very light-hearted slant on it. Even you know things yeah. like dress codes. You know, you, there's one where um, I think uh, Mister Bean's about to meet the Queen on a on a black tie lineup. Um, yes. You know, and he's cutting out a, a postcard to to use as a pocket square. 
<laughs> well, yeah, but you know, they, they, these are real kind of these are real life situations that people can end up in. So you know, it's, it's always kind of funny. <laughs> it's actually yeah, a good. It's a good teaching point, isn't it? You can really what is. not to do. Yeah, um, absolutely. Watch, and it saves you also talking too much as well. Yeah. No, but it's interesting when you when you're having these um, sort of situation. It's a minefield. There's there's potential for so many disasters that we've absolutely about, about absolutely. table manners and, and your behaviour and and those kind of areas. But you know, if you're hosting family members during the holiday season and extended family members, perhaps it could be a cousin um, or family members that you haven't seen for a while. And you know that not everybody's going to get along, but everybody's going to be there. It's a difficult kind of situation also for a host to manage. It can. So apart, apart from the food issue, you've got to think yeah. about, you know, do I keep these people separated? Um, do I have to separate them at the table? And how will I deal with, you know, perhaps they have a completely different view on something like mm. politics. Um, well, yeah, do for you sure. navigate that as a host? Sure. so many of these, um, and they're unwritten rules, um, I suppose, of etiquette, uh, how to sort of handle these things, but they're just as important as, um, as the actual food and eating the food. No, you're quite right, Julian, because, you know, the, I mean, the, there's a few mainstays of, you know, conversation topics that we prefer to avoid, isn't there? Um, mm. You know, there's the, the politics, there's the religion and the, those mm. kind of things, because they can literally go, you know, they can just turn into a tinder pot at the, the flick of a switch, can't they? Um, yes. And, 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 and quite rightly so, you know, when you get guests who may have a, uh, a difference of opinion, and if you know that they may have a difference of opinion beforehand, you can obviously mm, conveniently shift them to a different end of the table uh, and avoid those conversations, you know? Mm. Um, Especially, you know, you know what humans can be like. If they know somebody's going to react to something, they might just provoke them intentionally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've been in sorry, a situation I, where yeah. that's I, happened. I, I Not for me, again. but... Well, no. it, it, it can. <laughs> yeah, we're just human nature, you know. We just go and poke the fire a little bit and see what happens. Oh. <laughs> Your poor husband my has poor been husband, on this podcast. He hasn't listened to any podcast, and I said, please don't, because I think almost every single time we record, I say, that's my husband. <laughs> my husband does this. Poking the beast, we call yeah. it in our family, and my husband does yeah. that just to provoke people, which is different. It's lighthearted because it's among sure. close family members. But sure. when it's these extended members, um, it's slightly different, yes. Yeah, so then you have to pay attention. Um, would you suggest a seating plan as being a good um, idea? I mean, seating plans are always pretty useful. Obviously, I mean, I say a, a fluid kind of seating plan, you know. Mm. This is not Buckingham Palace. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, we, we don't necessarily have to spend months, you know, with, um, you know, mm. political situations and things like that. Um, but likewise, you know, if we know that, you know, there's such and such a cousin is coming along and they just happen to play golf... Um, and Uncle Roger is a great golfer or, or or even a beginner golfer, you know, you can conveniently move those into a close proximity and they can just ramble on about golf for the evening, which is fine. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily invite the vicar to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one might go completely the wrong way. <laughs> but, of course, um, 
if one of your uh, family members does happen to be a vicar, um, most of them will generally vary. They're very kind of, um, you know, blasé about, you know, their uh, their, their work and, and beliefs, etc. So they don't generally impose them on other people anyway. So um, but you tend to find that people's uh, manners will suddenly um, improve very quickly <laughs> if you're inviting the, the vicar to tea. <laughs> Um, it's quite but, funny. I think it's probably quite true. It is. Find this as, as as an etiquette consultant. If you're yeah. having a dinner with some, you know, some people, and they may, maybe you don't know so well, and then they find out what you do, they all of a sudden sort of sit up in their chair, they and do. you see them. But this happens to me, and I see them just ever so slightly adjusting themselves as if to say, oh, you know, I have to sort of... Yeah, and do you slouch? <laughs> do you just get <laughs> slouch in response? I, what do you my, do? My elbows, elbows on the table straight that away. Depends how many, like, yes. That depends how much gin and tonic you've had, Julia. Huh? I know. Right. That's right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I, 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 had a, a, I had a very funny experience with that uh, here in Beijing, actually. I got invited to a, a dinner um, when I do classes here, we do um, we usually have a, a dinner at the end of the class for people to obviously reminisce through the class and obviously practice their, their dining etiquette that they've learned. Um, and, and we go to a, a, a French style restaurant, de rigueur, you know, as a, as a normal. And um, and I was invited to a wine dinner. Um, if you know Cloudy Bay Wines from New Zealand, yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah. I was invited to a wine dinner by a, a local distributor, um, and there was this there was about twenty people, uh, and and you know they obviously you know we're we're going through the the preambles and the introductions blah blah blah, and there was you know the 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 the, the marketing director of this company there's a PR director of that company blah 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 and they turn around and say well, what do you do he goes well I'm an etiquette teacher and literally you could see people <laughs> 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 and then and, then they go, um, and I go it's fine I'm 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 socializing I'm having a day off you know if, I'm, I won't say anything <laughs> unless you're going to pay me <laughs> yeah um yeah, but yeah it's so quite, funny. So funny. quite funny yeah and you probably get asked lots of questions oh you get the usual it's a bit like barrage yeah yeah, yeah like what? being a doctor well yeah exactly. but... this is what you shouldn't do yeah. you know if you meet a doctor <laughs> at an event and they say they're a doctor you shouldn't say oh actually i have this problem and what would you do about this and yeah, yeah really a doctor because of it Absolutely. so it's the same thing with etiquette consultants if we're if we're not working we're not working <laughs> yeah well yeah but people kind of think or you're, you're kind of on demand you know you're, you're like a yeah. you're like you know yes. netflix because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> it's Secret always useful to share yeah. you know it's always no that. i know i know i mean uh, uh yeah. tomorrow night you know here in beijing we've got the the british ball which is a uh, you know for the kind of british community here in beijing um and literally the last two or three days you know my my wechat has been bombarded with messages of where can I hire a tuxedo? Where can I get a cummerbund? Have you got a spare bow tie? <laughs> what do I do for this? What do I do for that? I'm going, guys, come on, this is a once a year event. You've had 11 months to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's an alternative business for you. There you go. You can supply all the uh, all the things that they forget for this event. Um, you have once a year. Well, yesterday I. Well, uh, yeah, yesterday afternoon I had a guy literally go like, 
I, I need a cummerbund. I'm going, nobody sells cummerbunds in Beijing. And they're like, oh. Um, uh, and then, you know, cutting through, cut to the chase, I was uh, with, uh, with, I basically, um, I couriered him my own cummerbund. Um, oh my! It, by, I got a motorbike. I got a motorbike courier for a dollar and twenty cents. Mm. <laughs> it, well, it was in my best interest. He works in the British Embassy, so there, there, was, oh, well, yes. there, there was a bit of an incentive yeah. behind that. <laughs> right. Um, but yes, yeah, so I uh, I couriered him my, uh, my 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 own cummerbund. He's going like, wow, this is so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Goes, Come on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but uh, um, but yeah, the, the, these uh, situations can um, present myriad problems, um, and sometimes I mean, like I say, you know, we we just tend to sometimes just overlook um, the 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 small details, and uh, as we know, etiquette is really down to paying attention to the small details. You know, that's what sets yeah. people apart. You know, yeah. Um, I was interested in your family dynamics. You said you've had to diffuse certain uh, familial um, discontent, mm. and I, I just I wondered, can you expand on how how that worked out? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there were, we had we had various members with differing opinions about you know different things that were were happening through. Uh, certain you know different family events of things you say and and that's pretty normal you know we're human yeah. we don't necessarily mm-hmm. see completely um, normal all families i think well well sometimes you know families can be the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um they can um but like say you know it, it's always useful of course if you've got elders or grandparents because you know usually people are pretty respectful to grandparents and you know they're like well, you know, we'll avoid the situation for today, um, or or best, you know, just just put your differences to one side, you know, for for the the duration of the the time that you're going to be in somebody else's company, which is generally not too yeah. much of a problem, is it? You know, um, yeah. I mean, we 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 can always, um, you know. Um, ignore our grievances for a while and then yeah and then also you can just agree to differ you know because not everybody yeah. will always have the the same point of view we're human absolutely aren't we? yeah and sometimes you can preempt it to you can just say let's listen we're just gonna have a really nice family event and let's just not talk about this well yeah this time and yeah. just move on yeah um not have to sort of you know uh, and sometimes, as a host, you you may have to step in. <laughs> well, you may. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I've seen you know hosts having to step in. You know, especially if you know people have had one or two um, gins too much. You know, <laughs> and it, it's not you, Julia. It's not you. I love, I love how everything your husband. goes back to gin. <laughs> well, well, it was just at the top of my mind. You see, I mean, it, it, what, whatever you whatever you choose to imbibe on is entirely your own choice. <laughs> Gee, is that is that coffee that you're drinking, or is it a gin at uh, seven a.m.? Actually, this is this is my Nespresso. <laughs> yeah, and there, there's really no Jameson in the bottom of it either. I can. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, but alcohol. I think you're. I think you're. You know, you mentioned that there. That if somebody's had just that one or two, maybe not even too many, but it loosens inhibitions, and then they're a little bit loose with you know oh, yeah. words yeah. and 
they have a little bit of I don't know um, what do they it's not is it Dutch courage they call it it, it just gives them a little bit mm. more confidence to speak out on things or topics or comment sure. in a way yeah. that they normally wouldn't yeah so this can present problems for a host it can be problematic for the guests that are, are around them so mm. to be a little bit little bit mindful even when you're with family and you can be more relaxed you can be more yourself you don't have to be on your best behavior but just sort of be a little bit aware absolutely um yeah because i mean you're quite right there julie you know you know alcohol can can bring the demon out in in many of them and and people get this kind of false sense of security once they've had one or two sherbets too many um and they think that everything is cool um and it's not always so um and of course especially if everybody if not everybody has been drinking to the same amount um mm. so it's all um so it's always worth considering uh, yes you know you you should show polite manners and, and 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 consideration for others yes you know if there's wine on the table by all means you know feel free to uh, to indulge but also be considerate of your your general conduct and and demeanor um especially um if you're doing anything like uh post dinner drinks and things like that the rules still continue you know obviously you know um things in, in i think the you know the general kind of english phrase would be within moderation you know it's, um, all, it's all just common sense yeah. really isn't it but i suppose it's is technically about yes. being kind yeah. and considerate to other people, about having your own self-respect. And most of it is common sense, but sometimes if you label it with the word etiquette, it sort of gets a little bit lost in translation mm. and people don't, don't think, oh, you know, etiquette, oh, you know, it's, that's so trash and whatever. But it really is relatable to so many different things. Uh, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Especially I mean, nowadays, you especially could also nowadays. set the tone by the drinks that you offer. You know, if if you uh, yes. welcome people with a with a bottle of Paul Roger, then they're going to think mm, this is pretty mm. high end, and we should act accordingly. You know, if, mm. if you greet them with if you greet them with a can of Stella, then it's going to be a completely different ball game. <laughs> 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 yeah, and maybe maybe as maybe as a host, you can also control a little bit. Instead of yeah. putting a wine bottle, if you if you feel that you've got family members that you know can potentially cause problems, you can just not put the wine bottles on the table and just absolutely you yourself be yeah. in charge of controlling yes. the drink. So sure. everybody has a, a top yeah. up when necessary, and make sure there's plenty of water and yeah. can control it to a certain extent mm. Uh, mm. Uh, that way. Yeah, um, just don't water down the wine or something. Like. Oh, no. oh, yeah, don't water down the wine. And definitely don't put plonk on the table. You know? This is this is not yeah. the ten Downing Street. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Te- Tesco's okay. be done with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So takeaways then. This was really lovely to talk with you, Alistair. Yeah. We learned a lot. It was really great. Um, Top takeaways, I would say for me, I love your expression, which I'm stealing from you and I'm going to use about how you can go from being a hero to zero. I think that's really great. Um, Rachna, any takeaways from you? I mean, I, I, I thought it was all... Apart from everything. Apart everything. From everything. everything was great. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my takeaway was I must use those Mr Bean um, Oh, yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, I mean, <laughs> key, key point is, you know, I mean, obviously, etiquette is formality, you know, um, but you, you can you can display formality in a number of different ways, um, and and as I was saying to to Julia when we were exchanging emails uh, the other day, you know, you can you can display formality in uh, a very casual kind of relaxed sense, especially now, you know, COVID is, you know, transitioning through our lifestyles. So people are, they're used to um, things online. Um, they're not necessarily used to, you know, in-person social events. So in some ways we need to kind of relearn some of these social skills that we, ha that we had before, but of course they've just regressed into, into our sub-memories, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But by all means, you know, um, you know, uh, be, be, you know, obviously on your best behaviour uh, as you would. Also, be considerate that other people are always watching you. That's the probably the most important thing. Even, you know, the even when you're having a, a bit of a sneaky moment and you think that nobody saw something, you can guarantee somebody would have done. Somebody will. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, nowadays, you know, you, you know, when you think of people, you know, with all these. Uh, camera phones you know everybody makes videos of everything don't they <laughs> that's that's very true isn't it and um no it's it's a consideration and and also just um you know treat treat others the way you would want to be treated in that sense and Absolutely. i think um and as julia says you know, it's, it's very much common sense common sense yeah, yeah. So um, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Valuable tips. Absolute pleasure. Uh, I think we feel like we're ready to get going on the holiday season. And if mm. you want to find out more, please visit us at info at Manners Matter 2, where we'll have a link to the European Etiquette Academy for further information. <laughs> By all means, be happy to share. Wonderful. And we're here on hand to keep you sane during the holiday season. So keep <laughs> calm, carry on. And remember, Manners Matter 2. As always, thank you for listening. We love hearing from you. If you have any topics or suggestions that you would like to be covered, please reach out to us at Manners Matter 2 or follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you can subscribe on the links below. See you next time and remember, be nice and Manners Matter 2.